Angela Rossini for Naked News, here to welcome you to our Talk Naked podcast. Our medley of marvelousness this week includes Frankie Kennedy, Alana Blair, Shannon Blake, and of course, me. And we're ready to slip sensuously into your ears. Today's episode takes on a variety of unpredictable topics, starting with one of the hottest and most surprising Netflix hits ever, Squid Game. What is it about this show that has captured the world's attention? We'll talk about it. Also on our minds this week, Halloween, specifically scary movies. A list of the scariest movies ever was just released, and unlike many lists, this one was decided scientifically based on increased heart rates in movie watchers. We share what we consider the scariest flicks in filmdom and find out whether they made the list. We get into how our family and friends reacted to finding out we get naked for a living, and we also reveal our preferences for the best time of day to have sex. It turns out that a new study claims there is a best time, and it's not just all the time. So come along for this sexy ride, and remember, we had this talk naked. How's everyone doing? Good. Great. Fantastic. We're doing marvelously. Marvelously. (laughs) Simply marvelous. (laughs) Okay, ladies, it seems like you can't go five minutes these days without hearing something about Netflix's smash series, Squid Game. Even Walmart is getting in on it and has partnered with Netflix to sell merchandise around the show. What do you all think about this whole Squid Game phenomenon? I love it! (laughs) I was like late to get into it. I started seeing it on TikTok and I'm like, what is this creepy weird toy? doll and these weird musics so I started watching it like a week ago and I'm so into it I'm yeah. on episode six yeah I finished the series last week and I felt like I was late getting into it as well but yeah. I kept seeing all these memes and all these TikToks everywhere and I'm like what is this show mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that I gave in to the pressure because <laughs> it's so good well see I turned it on not from hearing about it, like when it first came to Netflix, I saw, I'm a Netflix person, so I'm always on there. So I saw it there, the creepy doll chick. That's what drew me into it. <laughs> so I put it on and I had it on for about maybe 30 seconds to a minute and I turned it off. I hate the dub over the voice dubbing. Really? I can't stand it. And then I found out that you can turn it to Korean and then have, have the English subtitles. So yes. I might try that. But then I saw mm. these memes that was like, if you haven't watched Squid Game yet, peer pressure ain't got nothing on you. And I was like, yeah. But then I told Hart, and then he informed me that following that meme is also peer pressure. <laughs> Either, <laughs> way. Either way. Yeah. Uh, fucked well, if I do, fucked if I don't. You just do what you want to do. I think okay. I want to watch it now. You do? You have to watch it. It's so good. I have to assure you that the dubs are the best dubs that I've ever seen, because I usually mm. hate them too. But somehow they've lined up the English and the mouths so that the mouths don't move when they're not supposed to move. It's super I don't know how they did it. So it's like right. they actually stop when the when the talking stops and not like Bleh. yeah they yeah. actually stop the talking stops <laughs> i have no idea how they talked it like that i'm really confused about it and they're uh-huh. good right yeah. they're good dogs. very good yeah, yeah. voice the- actors are good now, hmm. why don't you want to watch the show? Well, I need to know. Okay, so I only really like watching things that are like lighthearted, you know? I love things that are like funny, like comedies are my favorite. And so with this, I understand that it's not really like scary, but I just don't like watching people die. Yes. And I know that a lot of people die in it. Mm-hmm. And so 
obviously it is very current and it's like quite relevant to what's actually happening in the world too. Mm -hmm. So I've seen clips of it here and there. Tia was actually the first one who told me about it. I was like, what are you talking about? And I didn't understand why it was called Squid Game and all this stuff. But I think, I don't know, I might watch it at some point if I have like somebody cool to watch it with, <laughs> but I'm not going to watch it alone. And yeah. I don't know, it is interesting just to see like, I know the, the premise of it, you know, there's this small group of rich elite people and they just watch the civilians, you know, yeah. do whatever and, you know, basically fight for their lives. And it seems quite accurate to what's actually happening yes. in the world. Yeah, so. it totally relates to what's going on yeah. now and actually always, because there's always someone sort of ruling over us mm -hmm. and people are, will, are always willing to do anything for money, mm -hmm. right? Well, I love the concept <laughs> of what desperation can drive people to do and just how it changes the dynamic and makes things really fucked up when you're yeah. actually like desperate yeah. for the money. Yeah. So like, people have a choice to be involved. It's not like they're mm -hmm. like put into this and saying like, okay, good luck staying but, alive. Exactly. Kind of but they're definitely preying on the vulnerable, the people <clears throat> that are really desperate, really in need. Yeah. So they, they're targeting people, but you they still have a choice. It sounds like so Korean sad. purge. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is very violent. There are some very moving episodes, mm -hmm. but that's what I love is that they took time to really build the characters mm. and you get attached to these characters before they start in on the action. And so, you, you know, you're affected when you're watching it, mm. which is great because some movies, some shows just start right away and things right. blow up and you're like, okay, who cares? Yeah. Right? What's going on? It's like yeah. you don't really care who dies at that point. Yeah. It's true. If you have this attachment to the characters, then you want everybody to stay alive, but you know that that's not possible. Exactly. So. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I need to know. Allie. Is that the, the girl? The, the tough girl? The or, the, or the cute girl? No, the, the Indian man. Oh! The Pakistani man. I forget where he's from. He's yeah. cool, yeah. yeah. He's like the only non-Korean guy in there. Yes. My favorite is the girl, or like the tough girl, who acts like so cool all the time. Yeah. I love her. The thing mm. is, it's like all these characters are so different. Mm -hmm. And even the ones that you hate, you'll still kind of love. Like, mm, I just great. don't get the squid game part of it because I, in the 30 seconds to a minute that I did watch, they were explaining the game that they played in the schoolyard, blah, blah, blah. And that did not look like a squid to me. Me neither. I thought it was like the body, the triangular <laughs> top, like a squid's like shaped like that. But yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to something we're all pretty excited about, Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's just around the corner, so all the scary movies are playing everywhere. What are the scariest movies you've ever seen? Ooh, Insidious series. I think there's like four now. They're mm -hmm. really good. All of them are fantastic and yeah. super scary. Um, Conjuring series that are also do with Annabelle, they're intertwined. Yes. And that actor is an insidious too. He's a great horror film actor. Um, but those are like, and then It is obviously scary, but that's kind of like. Gory yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah. I love it, Annabelle, the Annabelle movies. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite scary movie of all time is called Oculus. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh my God. You I'm gonna watch to it. see it. <laughs> I love it. I'll rewatch it. I love it so much. Yeah. What about you? Well, I love scary movies. It's my favorite genre. Really? I've seen <laughs> almost all of them. Same. I absolutely love them. But the thing with me is like the typical stuff, like the supernatural and the dolls and the clowns, like that doesn't really scare me. What scares me is the stuff that can actually happen. Like Purge? Mm. Like one of my favorite <laughs> scary movies is The Strangers. Oh, and it's the one funny. where those guys in the masks mm. are knocking on the door. And that's what terrifies me, like a knock on the door and you don't know who it is. Oh. Or someone's calling you on the phone and you answer and it's 
you just hear breathing or somebody like, mm. you know, whispering on the other end, that terrifies. Because that has happened. Like Charles Manson used to do that kind of yeah. stuff. So that stuff is scary. Like, yeah. I totally get that. Well, <laughs> I do believe in the supernatural stuff. So that is the stuff that scares me the most. Ghosts, possessions, haunted dolls. I feel like that stuff happens for real. And that like, just the idea that that could happen, it's scarier than real people to me. Hey, look, I have tried mm. to call upon ghosts. I play Ouija board all the time and nothing happens. I was shocked when you said the other day that you do Ouija board all the, all the time. time. I was so scared oh for you. Gosh. Like Isabella. So you never had a presence of a ghost? Never. No. I'm just I sitting there with the damn board and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to call it a day. Maybe ghosts are often around you are different spirits and that's why you don't feel any different when you're like asking them for them to come around. Maybe. Or maybe you're surrounded by good ghosts who are protecting exactly. you from these why. evil spirits yeah, and they're I probably like, Bitch, stop it with the Ouija board every time you pick it up. Well, if anyone wants to play with me. <laughs> no, thank you, Isabella. I cannot do scary movies. As I said before, I like watching lighthearted stuff Aww. that makes you feel good. Like, the world is hard enough, okay? Life yeah. can be pretty down sometimes. So you're like Hallmark movie? Uplift. No, that's pretty corny. Like, good comedies and shit. Comedies, I'm yeah. trying to think of like some scary movies that I maybe have seen. I remember one is pretty fucked up, The Devil's Rejects. I don't know if you guys ever saw Ooh, that. Oh, yeah, that one is on. fucked up movie. Yeah. It's a Rob Zombie watching, one, right? Yeah. yeah. So when watching stuff like that, like, and it actually could be like real because it's it's just people doing evil shit to people. Yeah. You know? So it's not it doesn't have to do with the supernatural. So yeah, that that fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Hostel? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's scary. Honestly, yeah. though, like a lot of the extremely gory movies, like the unnecessarily gory movies, just it's just dumb. Well, because I can't excessive. watch it all, so I'm like yeah, I'm like, always like. Over Ooh, the top. So much yeah. yeah. Okay, well, a group used science in the form of volunteers wearing heart rate monitors to determine <laughs> what movies were the scariest of all. Ooh. So here are the top five. Okay. So number one, Host. I've never seen it. I don't think I've seen that. It's not no. on Netflix. What is that again? I believe it has to do with like the internet. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm. There's a lot of movies that are out now with like I webcams like and yeah. like Cam. There's a mo movie called Cam, and it's Ooh. about webcam models, oh and it's God. really scary if it's you guys so haven't seen it. Really? Number oh two, Sinister. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, those are scary. Love it. Number three, Insidious. Love yeah. it. That should be up there. Number Fire. four, <laughs> The Conjuring. Mm -hmm. Number five, Hereditary. That was not scary. Yeah, I would say that up. was more disturbing. Her head on the mailbox? Scary. Yeah. I never want to stick my head out the window anymore. These movies <laughs> just make me laugh. They're, they're not scary to me, and I'm usually laughing. You're like, tough. This is so dumb. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I hope some nice new. Oh, they're coming out with a new Scream. Movie. <gasps> They're coming out with a new Beetlejuice. The scariest thing for me is the fact that there are people out there who come up with these ideas. It's not like here's saying, oh, I'm watching a movie. It's not real life. It's separate. But it's like real people actually had these thoughts in their head and like came, put it to life. They're sick and, and twisted. There was a whole bunch of other people who were <laughs> yeah. involved in the making of it. That's what scares me. Yeah. Like, whoever made it. Human Centipede, whoever thought about that is <laughs> fucked up, man. Oh my god. Think don't even bring that, that one up. I don't even want to know about that. That was trauma. I didn't even watch. I watched the trailer. Don't and I was traumatized. Watch it. Yeah. I, don't watch it. Then. You'll no. hate it. Ladies, ladies. No. no. Goodness. <laughs> I do like scary movies though, but comedies are my favorite. Scary movies come second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do like a balance. Like I'll watch a scary movie and then a comedy. Yeah, because mm. I can't watch too much depressing and scary shit at once. After I watch the scary movie, I'll have to put on a comedy. Yeah, it sticks in my head more than anything. Mm -hmm. 
All right, moving on. I recently read an article about how a Christian mom found out her daughter was doing porn by seeing her naked on the cover of a magazine. It got me wondering, how did your family found, find out you were doing adult work, or do they even know? Oh, my parents know. So my dad is super cool. My dad and my stepmom, they're awesome. Well, when actually, when I got the job here, I had to tell them to stop watching Naked News, and they were like, why? And I was like, just stop. And they're like, congrats, and took me out for a steak dinner. But my dad's always been that way, like when I got Playboy, when I did like a, my magazine cover or calendar, for instance, he would always like, oh, congrats, and like take mm. me out for dinner or something. That's, That's so awesome. My yeah. mom, no, not so much. She's Christian. <laughs> That's why they're divorced. They're polar opposites. She's Christian brought up and like she's very like Christian like rules and standards or whatever. So she told me that if I went for this audition, she would disown me. Oh. So I did it anyway. And I lied to her <laughs> for a year about what I did. Mm. And it just pissed me off one day. We're at dinner and my sister, who's a twat and useless, who does nothing, she got a job to drive a school bus for like 60 bucks a day. And they were like, oh yeah, good for you. And I was like, excuse me, I wouldn't even get up and piss for 60 bucks. And I was just like, and then I just let, it, I let them all have it. And my mom was like, well, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because you told me that you would disown me. Yeah. And she's like, oh no, no, I'm just saying that. Like, of course I want you to do something else, but yeah. she still loves me, bottom right. line. And I feel like if you're just up front, it's always better. I hated hiding Definitely. it for a year. Yeah. yeah it's awful. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I've always been pretty open like with my family and they've always been very supportive of me, even if I've made some bad choices. But <laughs> um, I, even before I started with Naked News, I've been doing like nude work in front of the camera with Playboy Plus and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't tell my dad, but my mom and my sister knew. My mom actually drove me to the airport when I was on my way to my Playboy shoot. She's like, have fun, you know? And um, and then after I started with Naked News, I ended up telling my dad like about a year later. And I was kind of nervous about like how he was gonna react. And then he was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, as long as you're safe and happy, like that's great. So I was like, so perfect. It's so yeah. nice to just have everything out in the open. And the same thing goes with like relationships too, I find, mm -hmm. you know, it's just be open, don't really hide anything because it's better to find out at the beginning instead of like finding out later on. Yeah, you don't want to invest in someone, get attached, and then all of a sudden they're not okay with what yeah, you do. Yeah, if they're uncomfortable. Gonna... Some people are, you know, they yeah. might not be comfortable with nudity or maybe they're jealous. Like if I had somebody who I loved and I knew that a whole bunch of people were looking at them naked, I might be a little jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think happiness is the key and mm -hmm. it's great when parents want happiness for their kids. Mm -hmm. I do know that a lot of people, especially sometimes the older generation, they have a very narrow view of what you know a living is what making money is it's because like they're pissed off that we work one hour and make more money than them <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my life. for them it's like nine to five you hate your job you have no life mm. and blah 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 but they don't realize there's a whole new way of making money now. Mm -hmm. You know, you can work online. You don't have to work so long. You can have yeah. a life as well. Travel and it won't give you heart working. attacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always want to say that we don't have real jobs, like if we're working on the internet or in the adult industry, but it's like, it's it's a real job. You just you just don't understand. My it. fake yeah. job pays my rent, so yeah. <laughs> I can't get more real than that, honey. It's Especially true. it's a real job if you're happy, mm -hmm. yeah. fulfilled, and you feel like you're doing mm -hmm. something meaningful. So mm -hmm. Even though I've been here, for like years now my dad still asks me to this day like so what are your plans for your life you know? oh, so like what are you gonna do and I'm like I'm doing what I what I yeah. want to do yeah you know? it's, just, it's, it's not, it's not typical question. yeah it's the know. worst question <laughs> so what are your plans for your life I'm like um I'm 28 years old like I'm I'm good you know I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a mess all over the place yeah. <laughs> exactly oh god all right, here's a question for you all. What time of day do you prefer to have sex? Morning wood is the hardest wood. 
That shit's like oak, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love morning with boners. It's just like nothing is harder than a morning with boner. So you just hop right on. I like, I like to be woken up with a little right slip on. it in there. Oh, yeah, okay. maybe from the slip like, dick to me. Side and they just like slip it in. Yeah. yeah. I do love morning sex. It's a really good way to start the day. Mm-hmm. But I love sex at all different times of the day. Like in the evening is really nice too because then the lights are dim. You've got candlelight, maybe some red wine, mm-hmm. and things are a bit more seductive. Like it's just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, morning sex is, is a really good way to. I wake like up. variety. I think it does feel sometimes best in the morning, but only. Only after I've had my coffee. Can't be before that. Or <laughs> really? I feel like it's, subs- it's like it's better than coffee. I'm like, after no. I have morning sex, I'm like, okay, it's a great way to start the day. You feel refreshed and like orgasming first thing in the morning is the best way to start your day. So some people like get tired after sex? I do. So, you do? Yeah. So, I, no, I, I don't. Out. I will knock right out. Really? Because yeah. that's what I wonder is like some people might feel more energized. Like they just had an orgasm. They feel super like beautiful and loved and then you're like okay I'm ready to start my day yeah those others are like okay I'm gonna have a great night's sleep now and then <laughs> well I feel like if it's at night and you've had your whole day and you've worked and whatever then yeah you it might like put you to sleep but mm-hmm. for me like sleeping eight hours and waking up it's just like woo mm-hmm. thank you yeah. neighbor no, I'm, <laughs> I feel like- I'm the opposite I really don't like morning sex no? I really love nighttime that mm. dark illicit time it's and sexy. I think everything is more exciting at night you know when it's mm. dark out and you can play a little music and mm-hmm. I don't know I just I, in the mornings just don't touch me I just want to be my on my own <laughs> and get ready and go about my day so don't okay. touch me coffee first like Coffee's so first. if you were to have sex before coffee would you just like imagine his dick stirring the coffee yeah, <laughs> or, like the calm nice. the calmness coffee oh my god into my mouth oh my god <laughs> envisioning coffee She's like, like mm. that's turning her on I feel like even though even though I like never get to do this like afternoon would be maybe the best because you have like a pretty good amount of energy and it's just spontaneous and random and it's more variety than the usual a little After pick me up yeah. yeah okay well a new study suggests that morning sex might actually be the most beneficial mm. for men their testosterone levels are at their highest in the morning and for men and women the endorphin rush and the oxygen oxytocin release can get your day started more relaxed with lower anxiety. That's why I masturbate. I masturbated three times before I came to work today. So okay. No wonder you're right. feeling so great and energetic. <laughs> we didn't talk about being woken up in the middle of the night to sex. How do we yes. do that? Yes, yes, like yes, yes. As long like as I wasn't in like a deep slumber, once I get in that deep like REM or whatever it's called and then if yeah. somebody wakes me up, I'm like mad. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like get off. Like, yeah. like what the yeah. fuck did you just wake me up for, motherfucker? <laughs> well, I'm not a, like, I'm not a big cuddler so if someone is like on me and then wakes me up for that I'd be really pissed what if you wake up with like someone's face between your legs like what if you wake up in the middle of the night that way would you be happy I'd rather be woken up with sexual activities well that is a sexual activity but like yes it is like full on penis right into it penis I need need some warning shit don't you try to do foreplay in the middle of the night like what the fuck are you doing yeah just like someone's like trying to diddle you or something yeah get the fuck out here. <laughs> Frankie has the most entertaining stories and reactions, doesn't she? And boy, she sure isn't afraid to share them with the world. Gotta love her. 
Now I want to say thanks to all of you for listening to this edition of the Talk Naked podcast, hosted by the ladies of Naked News. Before you go, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Oh, and if you want to watch the fully naked version of these conversations, along with five other exciting and informative programs each week, you can subscribe to us at nakednews.com. Bye, everyone. Thank you.